Welcome to the land of long live play where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, your boy, Dead Ninja Dev, and I am joined by my main man down in Florida, Mr. Delvin Cox. How are you this morning? I'm doing very good. I'm drinking this cold brew coffee from 7-Eleven. Oh, it's actually not, not too bad. You're not drinking Coca-Cola coffee? No, 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 not, not today, not today, not today. This was two for $4 at 7-Eleven. So I said, let me try to see how it tastes. Not too bad, not too bad, not too bad. Have you actually had the Coke coffee? I think I have. No, I have not. It's new. It's new. You, I've, you, I, I've like, had the, the Coke energy drink thing. Yeah, that's yeah. tasty. That's tasty. I like them both. I really like those. I Coke haven't tried coffees. the coffee yet. They're, they're really good. Yeah. I'm going to try it today. You should, you should definitely try one. Oh, what I did try was, and people kept confusing it when I showed it on Twitter, they have cinnamon toast crunch milk. It's not oh, a creamer. Yeah. It's legit yeah. the milk. They've got like six different flavors of that. They don't sell them here in Canada, but I know of them because my friends talk about them all the time. They've got like um, Smarties, M&M's, uh, the one that you were talking about. Um, and then there's like cereal flavored ones. It's ridiculous. The only like flavored milks we have here in Canada are caramel, coffee crisp, Rolo, and then chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. So diabetes, all of it. No, it's, it's it's literally just chocolate milk with like simulated flavor. So sugar, diabetes. I mean, chocolate milk is tasty. Diabetes. I saw that. When I saw that, I was like, oh my God, Delvin is, is trying to kill himself. He's put himself into an even earlier grave. This is just this yeah. is wrong. Gotta go. Like, you gotta go, man. I think I would definitely have some kind of weird gag reflex if I was drinking like cap, like that kind of milk where it's cinnamon toast crunch milk because typically you have that after your own cereal. So that's like somebody else's old cereal that they decided to put in a, in a milk bottle. Like that's how yeah. I feel about it. I'm, I'm quite yeah, sure that's not how it works. I'm quite sure that may be illegal. Can't just... Potentially, there's like several, several ethical hurdles to get through there. Yeah, yeah, that absolutely. Be a... But that's what it makes me think of when it's just like the no. milk. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm no, quite no. sure that's against the law. They just can't go. Hey, you finished with that cereal? <laughs> go ahead and bottle that up and sell it. Your... Go ahead and bottle that up uh, real quick and slay it on the black market. Let's go. It's gross. Oh, it's my gross. God. 
That other voice you hear is joining us as always is the Secretary of the Spoil, the Platinum Princess, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you this morning? I haven't slept. Please hurt me. Yeah, you were up wow. arguing, or not arguing, we were up talking to Rob about Horizon, and it was like 11.30 midnight my time, I'm like, why are they awake? It's 3 a.m. where they live, What is? why are y'all awake? Uh, for reference, I did try to lie down around around 1.30 your time, so that would be like 4.30 mine. Uh, I did not actually succeed in sleeping, and for reference, we're recording this podcast one hour later than normal, which is why I tried to lie down. Uh... It did not work, so I lied there in bed staring at the ceiling. You, you, need, you need, like, some melatonin, some CBD, and some yeah. children to look after, and you'll be able to fall asleep, <laughs> no problem. I, on the children front, thank you, Tumblr, for the nonstop pregnancy ads. On that front, I, no thanks. I didn't say your children. I just said some children to look after. I do not have anyone I know that needs children looked after, so... Also, it's COVID, so not exactly smart to be looking after other people's children. This is true. Yeah. Stupid. Wear COVID. a mask, people. Wear a mask. Don't leave the also, house unless you have also, to. Also, if, if you're going to wear a mask, wear it properly or don't wear it at all. Like, seriously, I'm tired of seeing people wear the mask and then have their nose outside of the mask. Your nose needs to go in the mask, too. Yeah. I definitely give those people a look of shame. Like, y'all just, this, this is why we can't have nice things. At all. Just come on, people. We'd like this crap to be over with, and you're just not allowing it. I appreciate that people are going to be complaining about this, making it seem like it's a government conspiracy when it's them consistently doing it. Like the government just keeps giving us the virus. No, you keep no, doing it. it. It's, it's you. <laughs> that That's like, I know this episode comes out after the Super Bowl, but. You know, when inevitably spikes in COVID happen because dumbasses decided to have Super Bowl parties tonight, um, you know, that's their own fault. And that's why, you know, it's still here. And I've also seen people saying, oh, I'm not going to get the vaccine. You're the reason the pandemic isn't going to end. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Every time we have a holiday or something, we get these spikes because people just refuse to stay at home and allow this thing to pass. I understand. It's been a long time that we've been dealing with this, but part of the reason why is because people refuse to just do what they need to do so we can get past this. Hella frustrating. Hella frustrating. Yeah. If I do go postal and murder everyone, it's because of you people that won't stay home. So we can get yes. past this because I need my kids to be able to go back to school safely because I'm tired. I'm tired, y'all. These kids yeah. are running me ragged. And I can't send my kids to school <laughs> because there was a COVID outbreak at my daughter's school, which is partially in session. And it has led to like um, one of my church grandmothers actually, you know, getting COVID. So um, can't do it. Yeah. I mean, my. my- uh, my kids go to school in my office with me, and it's what we got to do, but it's not necessarily always fun. Mm-hmm. I have to go check and make sure they're doing work and do my job. It's, it's a lot, but it's what you got to do to keep them safe. Yeah, man. Like, ugh. keep everybody safe. You know, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to two months down the road be like, oh, man, grandma died because I didn't stay home i went to the super bowl party 
And then I gave grandma COVID. Actually, you know, on that note, that, story. that funny point that you brought up. So this guy is a piece of, you know, he's not great. Uh, I'm sure people are aware of the quartering because he likes the dog pile. Yes, <laughs> very poopy. But he uh, at one point had tweeted, and this was like in response to dogpiling someone, by the way. Uh, screw that guy, just for clarification, in case anyone wants to know where I stand. Um, he had tweeted that like COVID wasn't a big deal, and then like three tweets later, he's like, Oh, sorry, I have a funeral that day. My grandma died of COVID. I'm like, Yeah, you see a lot of that. You see, yeah. like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen in the past year, um, tweets of people denying COVID and stuff like that. Then six months later, you see that person died from COVID. Or lost a family. Or like COVID. the people in the hospital that are videotaped, like still like literally about to die, saying COVID is a hoax as they're yeah. dying. Like yeah. yikes! A couple yeah. of political figures too. Yeah, going from COVID because they didn't want to do it. I think, I think Boris Johnson, the UK Prime Minister, has had it what like twice now. Like he's had it twice. Yes. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> Wear your damn mask, people. Yes. Not worth it. <clears throat> I, I promise you, it's not worth it. Not at all. All right. Anyways, how's y'all's week been? Let's let's start with you, Haley. Uh, on the Donnie's favorite segment, um, I I know I mentioned I finished Criminal Minds last week. Uh, finished that, uh, and now I'm halfway through Teen Wolf, which, by the way, only has six seasons. Um, halfway I'm, through season one, or halfway through the show. It only has six seasons, and seasons one and two are 12 episodes, so I'm halfway through the show, because season Man, three is to, where... We need to find you a job. <laughs> I will gladly sorry. take help. Please give me a Please. job. Um, for reference, a job. For reference, before we started recording, I finished episode 18 of season three, because season one of Teen Wolf has 12, season two has 12, season three has 24, season four has 12, season five and six both have 20 episodes each. Um... So yeah, it's it's a shorter show, but I'm halfway through it. <laughs> somebody, um, somebody, please get Haley a job or make her stream full time so she is not stuck rewatching all these shows. I mean, but I, I enjoy rewatching these shows. I, I'll tell you what, Donnie, if you hate this so much, find Haley a job that she can shut up about it. How about that? that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um. And then on the gaming front, uh, it's just been two things this week. Uh, I played some Destruction All-Stars, which game's pretty... It's all right, you know. I mean, it's got a learning curve for sure. Um, not a big fan of there being no music in matches. I know, Dev, I know you've played. Um, there's I've actually played it. Yeah, it's awkward. There's literally no music in matches. And I know that Rocket League does the same thing, but at least in Rocket League, there's like ambient noise from the arena itself and music plays when you score a goal. Like there's literally nothing but the announcer voice and car sound effects in <laughs> Destruction All-Stars. It's really weird. Um, also, I know you have a story about this later, but like, hey, what's the deal with, I have an actual, like, actually good mic plugged in and you're automatically using the mic on my controller? Like, why? Does does the system recognize your mic plugged in? Yes. Like the P it, at the PlayStation. Yeah, it says it. I literally all the sound comes through this. No, no, or, no. But does it show as your as the microphone? Because if the system doesn't show as the mic, show that as having a microphone, then it's going to use your your. Uh, no, no, 
no, this was actually a story that came out regardless of what kind of headset you have plugged in. Destruction officers defaulted to using the controller mic as the mic. Oh, well, I'm not talking about um, on Destruction All Stars. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, you'll have to remute it, even if you've already remuted it. Be- I- yeah, it's I use, Destruction All Stars. I use the chat mix dial to just mute all the chat, so it mutes all the chat, so I don't have to worry about it. Mm, okay, so you, you go into settings and do that. Anyways, no, no, no. Uh, the, the, the microphone, it has the chat mix dial. You can turn that, the chat mix, so you don't hear any chat at all. It's just mm. audio. Yeah, I don't have, like, I'm, I mean... It came with anyways, the Arctis Pro. It did, yes, but I thought you were talking about the game deck. Anyways, um... That's not really important. Uh, I'm glad. I know you have a story about it later. I'm just glad that's not going to be a thing anymore. Uh, the other front is control, uh, which I know I said I'd stream the whole game, but control's really good. And last night, not only did I beat the game, I am three trophies away from the platinum again. It's uh, it's a fun time. Uh, well, let me talk about it here since since you brought it up. I've been playing control as well, and I will say this. It plays so much better in next gen. Yeah, it does. Yes. Yes, it does. Uh, also, I literally haven't really used the ray tracing mode at all. I I tried it. I tried it. And it felt it looked good, but it felt like playing it on the last gen because like she's kind of had that janky walk. Still. I mean, that that's well. When the game defaults to I mean, that's when when the game defaults to sixty frames a second, and then you turn that that mode on, that you're gonna notice the the noticeable dip in frames. Um, I only turned it on. This is not a spoiler for Control because I know that with the Ultimate Edition, there are some people who have been playing it. This is just talking about an area in the game. Um, one of the first missions you're on, you have to go to a mail room. I only turned the ray tracing mode on there to see how it looked. Um. It's it's very pretty, um, but also like the game doesn't make me sick playing at sixty FPS, so I just went back to that because you know it can, feels can, so much better in that yeah. way, it, yeah. and it Welcome. looks just as good to me personally. Welcome like, to the I Church of Unlimited good. Frames, sir. Welcome to the Church of Unlimited Frames. We finally like you finally understand why <laughs> yeah. I have yelled for sixty frames for so long because it makes the game just feel better. Um, I, I will say, by the way, it's very nice that when switching between men- menus, the game doesn't lag. So, so that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, I will say for an ultimate edition, it's really weird that the, uh, pre-order exclusive, uh, suits from PS4 aren't in the game, but all right. Um, they're, they're not in the game at all. Like you can't earn them. I mean, it's not a big deal. My favorite suit is, uh, is unlockable still. So. I posted photos of it on Twitter if anyone wants to see it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it here because, you know, it's a boss fight that you unlock the suit with. So, uh, but it's, it's very cool. And um, yeah, that's about it for my week. Uh, I did stream. Thank you to everyone that came out. Uh, you know, just trying to get back into it. I uh, This is a weird thing to say, but like, I enjoy streaming, but also like, I'm very bad at just having a conversation with myself. So like, if y'all come watch me stream, please feel free to talk in the chat so I'm not just trying to like drum up conversation with myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, streaming is interesting. You just you just got to talk about what you're doing. Not necessarily to yourself, just talk. Just talk. 
Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Delvin? Other than control and loving the the new mode and all that good stuff, how how has your week been? Busy. Like I said, it's not. I don't have much time to play games as of late. But I did try Destruction All Stars. I played the tutorial for it. It seems seems cool. Seems I mean, fun. the the tutorial is like glitchy too there's a point where like it tells you to dodge over cars and like for some reason it won't recognize it and i'm talking open tutorial not the first tutorial it will recognize it in the first tutorial but if you do like open tutorial um there's a trophy for like doing the emo tutorial which i wanted to earn and uh you can't get to it because the literal like game won't recognize that you need to dodge over a car so that was fun weird game it, lo- it seemed like a game that'd be fun to play in multiplayer not for me but for people who like multiplayer i mean but... if you're not going to play the multiplayer there's no point in you playing this game because like at most of the actual story mode challenges require you to spend real money so nah, not doing that i know <laughs> like this, this game doesn't have me hooked in that much i do like how it plays though i think it plays pretty cool i like how when you hop in the cars it takes the same aesthetic as your character mm-hmm. yeah but overall, I like it. It's cool. It's cool, especially cool because it's free. I don't see honestly playing at least the playing through the um the tutorial things like that. I'm like, maybe I need to play a little bit more. But I can see why it's free. That's not a bad thing. But I think it'll be a harder sell for people at seventy dollars for this game. I mean, keep it, keep in mind they did want to sell this game at seventy dollars. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, you probably could have got away with it at launch because there wasn't that much stuff out. Mm-hmm. But it feels like anytime after launch, it's like uh, maybe you can't charge that much for this game. And this is kind no. of what we we talked about before in terms of what's a seventy dollars game. Yeah, you can increase the price of these games, but there are certain games that just aren't seventy dollars worth it of content yeah. there for you. The team really, actually, the team that made the game, they actually really wanted it to be a PS Plus game. It was just working out those logistics because they wanted to see if it could get that Rocket League type of push where you have to have, for this game, you have to have a player base. And if you give away this game free to everybody who has a PlayStation, who has PlayStation Plus, it actually can create that player base to give the game life. So It can, but chatter I've seen online seems like this game will be DOA in about a month and a half. So. Which is unfortunate. I think it's still fine because they, like I said, they gave it away for free on PS Plus, so they they got a substantial amount of money from PlayStation just for that. So. I mean, it's a PlayStation first party title, of course they did. So yeah, but that's still they they still have their game out there, so that's a good thing. So maybe yeah. they made the right decision as opposed to yeah. like, hey, it's seventy dollars for this game and nobody buys it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a time right it, now where it's a bit of a lull in between releases, so. I think it'll be just fine. Yeah. I mean, also, yeah. Oh, no, I, I was just cementing Dev's point. Yeah. Go ahead. I also tried to get back into Avengers on my PS5, and why? I'm not playing that no time soon. I, no I mean, because... I mean, why wouldn't why wouldn't you just wait? They're literally going to announce the release date for the PS5 version, like in. I'll tell you what, because I wanted to try the um the the, the new DLC for it, right? So uh, I you, booted you, up. You you mean Kate? The one that yes. came out in in December, yeah, because I never got, I never, I haven't played it since then. I mean, so I haven't I, played it either. So, so I booted it back up. All my data's gone. 
<laughs> and wait, I looked at my wait. safe. Did you not transfer your save from the PS4? I did. Because, I, okay, because I, I, I was going to say, did you know that Avengers doesn't save your data in the cloud? It saves it to the console? I did. And the thing about it is, I looked at my cloud, and it says the last time I played it, but when I upload it, all my stuff is zeroed out. Ooh. So I said, guess what we playing this no more? <laughs> like, not doing this again. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. I'll probably yeah. try it again when they do the PS5 upgrade. Just yeah, so straight up play it from the beginning again. I'm not doing that again. Nah, for those who aren't aware, there's a war table on the 16th detailing when we get the next Hawkeye expansion. Shout out to doing two of those in a row. Um, and then it also details the PS5 version and Series X and S versions as well, uh, as well as a secret thing they've mentioned, which I'm assuming is Black Panther. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, same here. I'll jump in when um they have the new versions because much like Cyberpunk, I can't play this game on backwards compatibility mode. Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. And I feel like now that all my data's gone, I might well just start again at the PS5 version. That'll give me a reason to to play it again as opposed to like, hey, let me start back over on PS. No, not doing that. Screw that. Yeah, I'll just wait. Not that Jesus. I'm with you on that one, hundred percent. I have plenty of other stuff to play. Exactly. Way too much. How was your week, Dev? Uh, Much like Dev, you know, it's busy. Don't have as much time to play games. I don't think I even played anything until maybe last night. I think I played a little bit maybe on Wednesday, but that was it. I've mainly been playing God of War. Um, Yeah, they just released the update for that. So. Yep. Yeah, I, I did. Ju- I jumped into to control a little bit just to see how that plays. And oh my god, that's a treat! Can't wait to actually go back and play that. I did play some Destruction All Stars. Didn't even realize that there wasn't any music playing. <laughs> I was just enjoying <laughs> the gameplay. I didn't even realize it. But it's very jarring. Apparently not. Not for me. Not jarring at all. Didn't even realize. It. I noticed. I just didn't care. Like whatever. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this to the, the commentator talking about. Oh, that's a big hit and yada yada yada. But. The game sounds good, so I, I enjoyed it. It moves at a nice clip. It's something that, that there's definitely um, a learning curve, and you have a lot of different characters learning their supers and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. It's something I, I definitely will jump back into later. Um, but right now, just on that God of War, because, um, man, it's a good game. And um, Kratos is an asshole. Like, God. In the early goings, just the way he talks to Atreus, just it just makes me want to go hug my son, like, Got your boy. <laughs> like you, you don't call him son. You, you call him boy. You, anytime he brings up anything, you just go off. I'm like, man, I just. I think come, that's good storytelling. Here, though. I just want to hug you. I mean, watching that relationship grow is great, but it really doesn't start to grow until after. Uh, spoilers no, for don't, God don't, of War. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't do it. Don't I, do it. There are people. Who have not I'm not the game actually yet, spoiling anything. I'm literally. I'm not going to actually spoil what you think I'm going to spoil. Literally I anything spoil. at all. I'm just putting the You're warning there in case. I know. I'm just You're putting the warning. You're scared because Haley. <laughs> I'm just putting the warning there, and like it literally doesn't. Um, it doesn't. As best as I can do, no spoilers. That relationship doesn't really grow until after you've climbed a mountain. I can see that. Okay. And yeah. to add to that, I'll say this. 
I like that later in the game, that scenario kind of flips. Yeah. See, uh, That's just, all I'll say about that. Just, That's not a spoiler at all. That it, is a spoiler. Isn't it? It's a spoiler. You're just, you're just spoiling stuff. Just, just stop it. Both of y'all. No. That's not a spoiler. No. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It feels really good at 60 frames. Um, yeah, fun times. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna hug my son after the show because God, he's just an ass to Atreus in the beginning. Ugh. <laughs> just like man, just making all fathers look bad. You son of a. I Anyways. mean, him calling Atreus boy became a meme though very quickly, and it was great. It became such a meme that it was replicated at the Game Awards that year. Yes. Read it, boy. <laughs> I, I do appreciate the conversation hey, about Hey, no one Kratos. can no one can repeat Christopher Judge's accent the way Christopher Judge can do it. Okay, uh, yes, it's it's a bad imitation, but also like that's not what I was calling terrible. I was just talking about the meme. Oh. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I was I was say, I was saying um I do appreciate the conversation about Kratos and him being black because essentially <laughs> every person who's played Kratos has been black. Mm-hmm. I yes. think it was yeah. it was TC Carson at first, remember? Yeah. And mm-hmm. If those who don't know, TC Carson is from the classic show Living um Living Single. Yep. Not not the trash show Friends. I don't know Kyle what, I don't Buck. know what that is. I, I don't you know, know who Living knows? Single is. You know who knows? Coach Hulk. He knows what Living Single exactly. is. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Buddy. yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, I think Kratos is one of those characters. He's kind of like, I kind of compare it to how people look at Vader. Like, you know, the guy who plays Vader, then there's the voice of Vader. Mm. Two different people. And if yeah. you ever look at how, have you, have you ever seen the video of the guy who played? I can't remember his name. He just passed away recently. The mm. guy who plays played Vader, yeah, talking as Vader, yeah. It is. It is horrible. It is yeah. far different than what what we got in terms of it, that admitting scene Vader voice. Yep. Oh man, good stuff. But yeah, that, that's pretty much that's my week. It's been work, work, Still, work, uh, work, work, and God of War. Still watching The Expanse? Uh, I have not watched the season finale um, because I just haven't had time. My wife doesn't really like the she doesn't like that stuff. So when we watch stuff, we watch stuff together. We've actually been watching uh, just trying to get through a backlog of movies. We watched The Equalizer 1 and 2. Um, and then, Did you see they're coming out with a TV show for that? Yeah, I saw that. This week, I think. Yeah. I won't yeah. be watching that. I don't really have interest <laughs> in a TV show. Like that's fine for a movie for me, but like the premise of that as a TV show just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, but I caught up on WandaVision, which fantastic. Um, yep. I just I hope these last couple episodes are a bit longer because I I really hate thirty. They probably episodes. won't be. They're so inconsistent. They're this the same with the Mandalorian. Five minutes. Yeah, this one was a little bit yeah. longer. So I I'm, know. I'm hoping that this one they continue that because. Um, these 22 to 30 minute episodes really will be like, just as I'm getting into it, it goes off. I'm like, mother, son of, ugh. Like, I don't need it to be bingeable. I don't need it to be like all the episodes all at once. I just need them to be a little bit longer. That's it. That's it. But really enjoying that. Can't wait to watch the Expanse season finale at, at some point. I'll probably try and watch it this today because I care less about the Super Bowl today. I really don't care. So. 
either. I might just watch the expanse. <laughs> I I don't care about sports unless it's bowling. So it's not a sport. It's pastime. Much like baseball. Fuck is you. It is bowling's a sport. 100% a sport. It's pastime. pastime. Bowling is one hundred percent a sport. It's one hundred percent a sport. It's an activity. It's all. I went to high school. I went to high school with two players on the Canadian bowling team this year. Okay. So that's, that's liter- cool. literally, that's fine. Still an activity, my, much my, like baseball. They're it's activities. a sport. Fuck you. Activities. My uncle cool. was literally a bowling champion, so I can't sit here. You can you can be a bowling champion. It's still an activity. Say, nah, it's just it's, a sport. it's just a sport. It's just a sport. Just as an activity, you can be a chess champion, just like you can be a bowling champion. They're both activities. It's a sport. No, I think bowling is a little different because you have to have a little bit of strength to do bowling. It's just, exercise. Just a little bit. Just a little I feel bit. like I feel like sports. Anything with exercise probably is considered a sport. Nah, nah. So I would like I wouldn't consider gaming a sport. It's an activity, but it's an e-sport. So you know, even though they call it e-sport, I think it's <laughs> it's an electronic sport. Even, you know, yeah, yeah. But I think bowling <laughs> is one hundred percent a sport. Bowling, one hundred percent activity. Tennis, not at all. Activity and, 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 and both local pastimes, you know, anything you it, all kind of things take skill. It's because it takes skill to make it a sport. I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna fight skill, you. And it takes That's a little fun. bit of skill, ability, and you have to have strength because you just can't. Not anybody just lift the ball up and throw it down a lot. That's that's true. That's fine. I'm still calling it an activity. It's not really a sport. There's there's no. It's a it's sport. Just an activity. It's just an activity. Something you do in your Man. pastime. So, you know. Let's get to these questions. <laughs> Absurd. <laughs> really ridiculous. <laughs> All right. For so, um, audio listeners, my face is getting red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You should go uh, have your favorite pastime. Go do some bowling, you know, relax a little bit. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> All right, so our first question comes from uh, Grayson Nomad over on the Twitterverse. He says, um, not PlayStation-related, but when are we going to get an R-rated question movie, DC? I'm assuming DC means Delvin Cox? No, it means DC Comics and the comic book character, The Question. And unfortunately, I have an answer for you. You're not going to like the answer for you. It's called Never, because again, DC doesn't care about any character except Batman, apparently. I will say this. I can see them doing a HBO Max TV yes, series on the yeah. question more than a movie itself. Because if we get if we got Doom Patrol as HBO Max series, I can yeah. see us I can see them being like, hey, here's the question. I feel here like the, I feel like if they're gonna do the question, they'd introduce him on Doom Patrol first, like just yes. as like an, a guest character. Um the question is such a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that that kind of seems fitting, but I yeah. think I think it's possible. I would like to see more obscure DC characters. Yeah, be HBO Max TV series. I've said it before. They should just redo the whole milestone verse and put them on HBO Max. Give us a Static Shock TV show on HBO Max. Give us an Icon TV show on HBO Max. Give us a Blood Syndicate TV show on HBO Max. I think that would be so cool to just be like, hey, here's a bunch of DC shows. That's centered in African American culture. Yeah, that you could just fall into and fall in love with, and some of the things you know, some of the things you don't know. Like Icon is literally Superman. Yeah, in every form of facet, he's just a black man. A, well, he's not technically he's a black man. How do I describe it properly? 
He's an alien from another planet who just happens to be black. And he's kind of like assimilating oh, okay. to... Okay, also, for people who aren't comics familiar, he's not literally Superman. Their powers are different, but literally, like... Yeah, yeah. they're basically the same yeah. in, in so many ways. And I think that would be a great show, just seeing this guy try to assimilate into American culture, black culture, and kind of do it the racism of it. Then you have a character like Rocket, who's an African-American girl, to like, hey, te- try to teach him the ropes and things like that. I know, be I an know, amazing show. I know you're asking about live action, but like, if you want like a sort of good introduction to Icon, Young Justice is fantastic for that, especially the second season. Yeah, um, I agree. I, have, I haven't had a chance to watch um, Outsiders yet, which is season three of Young Justice. Uh, season four, I believe, is slated to start releasing later this year. Um, very, very excited for that. Um, but they do a good job of like introducing those obscure characters. Uh, like, there's. Uh, I forget what her name is, but like B or whatever on Young Justice. I don't know what her actual name is because like there's some comic book characters from DC that I'm not like extremely familiar with. Um, but like the the thing is that HBO Max and it was DC Universe before, but like with Titans and Doom Patrol and the Harley Quinn show are like taking routes that DC it doesn't see it doesn't seem to want to do with the movies. Like you know, the like. Teen Titans Go just introduced Bumblebee. Like, hey, here you go. Yeah. Here's a new Teen Titans Go character that's pretty cool. Hey, y'all said a show I actually know. That's the only DC <laughs> show that I know. And uh, I love that like, show. It's great. It's it's, it's great. the way that, like, like, for example, I know that some people aren't a fan of the CW. And, you know, I love the Arrowverse, but it has some issues sometimes. But, like, it's the way that the CW, after Smallville ended, was like, how do we, how do we get another, like, superhero sugar and they went with green arrow and they did it really well and they did it so well that in season two as part of their mid-season finale they introduced barry allen and then uh spoilers for season two of arrow uh which i feel no shame in spoiling because it's literally almost eight years old at this point um they put a universe off of it <laughs> yeah, they, they, they literally do like the end of episode 10 of arrow season two literally has the particle accelerator exploding um, and then, as people know, that year after Arrow finished and it got renewed for season three, the Flash got picked up for season one, and they started from there. And of course, in the Flash season episode one, like you see the particle accelerate explode again because they have to tell that story for people who aren't familiar with Barry Allen. Or you know, later they introduce Wally West, and you know they've done the more modern telling of Wally West where he's African American. Uh, which I think is a better story for Wally than, you know, another white dude. But so basically yeah. all of that to say we are not going to see an R-rated question movie. Oh, no, no, no. Let me finish because I wasn't like we're going to see stuff like this. Will it be anytime soon? Absolutely not. Will it be on HBO Max? Probably because, again, in the movie verse, we've got what? Four different Batman movies coming and maybe a Flash movie if they ever get a director. We're not going to see the question anytime soon from like DC's okay. film universe. I don't even know who it is, but yep. all I can say is he looks and reminds me of Madonna's character from Dick Tracy. There you go. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. This question comes from BMOX. He says, uh, what are your thoughts on a PS Vita comeback in 2021? Well, 
if you I talk think, to Garrett Bland or get into our Discord at all, you'd think that the PS Vita is like the newest thing ever because they are really serious about their Vitas over there. Uh, I will say it again. I said it in the Discord. Kill it with fire. The Vita is dead. Let's think going to take a different approach and say that the Vita never really left. Like, it's been hanging on for a thread forever. No matter how many times PlayStation has tried to kill off Vita, People still talk about it and love their Vita. And Vita's just seems like it's going to be one of those things people, even though it didn't sell as much as it could have sold, people are just going to talk about Petuity until either PlayStation makes another version of it. They're not. Or or just forever. I think Vita's just going to be there for now on, I think. Especially now that people can mod them and things like mm-hmm. that. It's just like, it's the perfect console for that type of thing. Where you can just, hey, here's my Vita. The biggest thing with the Vita is, and even now that's even a fix, is the memory card. The memory cards, especially mm-hmm. now, they're super expensive, but they have like you can mod a Vita to take a regular memory card now. So, like, yep. okay. You need your Vita modded, talk to Garrett, send it to him. He'll go ahead and take care of that for you, as many people are apparently doing. Vita Island is alive. Not going to say it's alive and well, I'm just going to say it's alive, and there are people that are still playing their Vitas. While a full-scale comeback in 2021 is extremely unlikely, um, the Vita is not quite dead just yet. People it's dead. Still... Kill it with fire. Seal the bridge to the island. Set that on fire and demolish it. It's dead reminds to Haley, of... but it's still living on in our hearts. Okay. It, it, it reminds me of the PSP. How long mm-hmm. after the PSP life cycle was over where people were still using the PSP oh, yeah. because they can mod it and stuff like that. I think yeah. this could probably be the same thing with Vita. Indubitably. All right. Last question from Bland Explosion, Mr. Garrett Bland himself. Um, he says, uh, what are your top five rarest trophies on PSN profiles? All right. I'm gonna uh, start I'm... I'm gonna start only because I couldn't sync mine, and I know that like my two top rarest trophies are the clean hands trophy from Dishonored, um, where you basically go through the whole game without killing anybody. Hold and on, then... I can t- I can tell you what the rarity of that is. I do have Dishonored in my trophy list. One sec. Because uh, that's what the question's about. So, well, isn't it just your rarest? Like, it doesn't matter the rarity of them. It's just your rarest trophies. And I know that that one was the top last time I synced, and I don't think I've gotten anything rarer than that. And then the other one that I remember was splitting an arrow in Sports Champions, which was a uh, PlayStation Move title. But other than that, can't sync anything else because I had my stuff on um, friends only. So yeah. Mm. You got your top five, Delvin? Yeah, and this shows you how much I used to love NBA 2K. I have all the sprite moves (laughs) uh, for NBA 2K15, onward and upward for NBA 2K16. What's my line for NBA 2K16? It's better to give for NBA 2K11. (laughs) And Injustice Mini Master for the Ultimate Edition. Those are my rarest trophies, apparently, Something I don't care about whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Um, for devs clean hands, the rarity on PSN profiles is fourteen point eighty three percent, which is uh for those who don't know. Before I state my rarest trophies, uh, is PSN profile only tracks users who've synced their uh, trophies with the site. So, like for example, uh, my rarest trophy uh, on. Uh, like number one rarest trophy on PSN profiles is Night for Justice, 
which is DC Universe Online, at 3.49%, because it only tracks people who have used the site. Um, so, for reference, uh, Night for Justice is my rarest. Then it's Mass Murderer for Skate 3. Uh, Be Prepared for Injustice 2. Artsy Fartsy for Skate 3. And Enjoy Your Stay for Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, I will say, though, again, as you know, PSN Profiles only tracks users who use the site. My actual rarest trophy on the network is the Last of Us site. Um, and essentially, like... Uh, it uses the back end of the PlayStation Network. Um, so, for example, uh, if I want to go look at Greg Miller's trophies uh, on PlayStation, I type in his uh, PSN name and the bar uh, and click, and you'll get two options. One is to view and one is to update the user. If you just want to view the profile, you can just click on view, and it'll take you there. It'll show you Greg's trophies, list all the games he's played, and like the percentage of trophies for the account. Um, and then... Uh, if you want to update it, that will update his trophy list. Like, for example, uh, Greg's last trophy was earned five days ago um, in Destruction All-Stars. Uh, but I don't know if he's updated his account. I can check. Uh, his Yeah, his account was last updated 35 minutes and 44 seconds ago. So Greg hasn't earned a trophy in five days, which is actually extremely rare for Greg. <laughs> um, <laughs> whereas if I go to my profile... My profile was updated nine hours ago, and the last trophy on the list is interdimensional, interdimensional Defender from Control, which is killed a thousand enemies. Um, it is. It also like tracks how many games you played. Like for example, it says I played three hundred fifty-eight games. I've completed twenty-two games. Now the way that Control uh, that uh, sorry not Control that PSN profiles tracks completed games is it doesn't just track platinums. For a completed game, you need a hundred percent of the uh, like trophy list completed. Like so, for example, um, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales is a completed game for me because I have a hundred percent of the trophy list and the platinum um some games don't have platinums which is why that's there uh it tracks your average completion rate for games which for me is 33.4 percent um tells you how many unearned trophies you have which is 11,758 looking at my account tells you how many trophies you earn on average per day which for me is (laughs) 1.94 um it also tells you how many people have viewed your profile on the site which is eight 1465 and then it will rank you based on the world rank and the country rank so for example in the world i'm 56,972, but in canada i'm 2578 and again these are only people who use the site so that's that's how psm profiles works it's uh it's very interesting wow dev just really just gone <laughs> well discord out here decided they wanted to take a crap so i've been here listening to your psa yeah, profile thing I'll, okay yeah. well we didn't want to do the last question without you because you're the only one that has an answer for it besides delvin's so yeah we, we i knew that you had no idea who darkwing duck was so paul well, calico he wants to know who our favorite darkwing duck villains are his are negaduck liquidator and steelbeak do you even remember the villains delvin Darkwing Duck is one of my favorite cartoon shows of all time. Oh, yeah. Literally. I watch it all the time. I have it on DVD. I watch it on Disney Plus all the time. So I can tell you my top five Darkwing Duck villains. This is one of my favorite questions, by the way. My top five going from five to one is number five, 
would be the liquidator. Basically, for those who don't know, liquidator is like a water villain, kind of like mm-hmm. Mr. Freeze, but liquidator is made of all liquid, and he can kind of install you in his liquid and control water, almost like an Aquaman type character. He's a mm-hmm. dog, by the way, so he's pretty cool. My number four would probably be Quacker Jack. Quacker Jack oh, yeah. is a Joker type villain who kind of makes jokes and bad puns and does weird Joker type things, but he's not as sinister as the Joker. But he's still cool. My number three is Megavolt. Megavolt is an electric type rat villain who can control all the power in the city. He has a big old like outlet on his chest and a, a plug on his head. He's pretty cool. My number two, I think this is gonna be interesting. My number two is um Boris Taurus Bulba. Now, if you watch <laughs> Darkwing Duck, have you ever seen the pilot of Darkwing Duck? Do you remember yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Taurus Bulba was a big bull who was mm-hmm. kind of like this mob boss that Darkwing Duck, the big first real big villain that Darkwing Duck fought. He's Kingpin, big basically. and menacing. Yeah, basically Kingpin. And later in the show, he becomes half android. Half bull. He's a super cool, sinister, mm-hmm. evil character. I love, I love him. I'm sorry. I thought this was about ducks. Yeah, this is. Is a, this is basically the dark. Verse. For those who don't know, yeah, basically for those who don't know, Darkwing Duck is basically Batman, mm-hmm. the animated series, but with a duck, and it it kind of is a parody of Batman almost because the Darkwing Duck character is didn't very make, egotistical. Didn't they make a PS2 game? For Darkwing Duck, I'm fairly certain I remember a PS2 game for this. I think I actually was, played this PS2 game. Uh, hold on. Keep I know I had an NES game. And my yeah. number one Darkwing Duck villain, of course, is Negaduck, who I is mean. the polar opposite of Darkwing Duck. He's a, like a mirror character, but he's all evil and things like that. And he's yep. super cool, super diabolical, almost to the point he's unhinged. Which makes him super cool. Yep. But Darkwing Duck is awesome. If you like Batman the Animated Series, I highly recommend Darkwing Duck because it's very similar, but it's also a parody of Batman Animated Series because Darkwing Duck as a character is very egotistical. He wants all the, the, the fame and glory that comes with being a hero. He also yep. wants to be dark and brooding, but his real character is not of that. Not and he has a, like a supporting team. Like Darkwing Duck even has like their own version of the Justice League. They call it the Just Us Ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> while, while we're here, uh, it, it is there's a Darkwing Duck game for the Game Boy Advance and I think arcade machines. But the game I was thinking of was uh, Disney's PK Out of the Shadows. <laughs> oh, terrible! That, that terrible. Is, game, by the way, yeah. which is really good. But the thing that's cool about Darkwing Duck is just like Batman. He does not want to work with the Justice Ducks, but but not unlike Batman, he doesn't work with them because he wants all the glory for himself. He is an egotistical. <laughs> Simple as that. Egotistical bastard. <laughs> yes. Such a great show. And One of, of my course, favorite shows. I highly recommend it. Like every duck show, duck show it's got Launchpad McQuack in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, for me, Negaduck, Bushroot, um, Megavolt, Morgana McWe- McWeber. Like, I love all those characters. Like, it's just a fun show. I really enjoy that show. It takes me back to the childhood. It's got, of course, a very catchy theme song. Um, yes. So, yeah. I don't know what any of this is. So, also, it's before you were born, I'm sure. Also, 
if you watch the DuckTales reboot show they had on, on Disney, they have an episode. They have two episodes, I think, based that's based off the Darkwing Duck series that is absolutely fantastic. They literally basically do the Dark Knight Returns in DuckTales based off it. It's super cool. Don't really, really good. I have to watch that. I really enjoyed that reboot of DuckTales because DuckTales is another one that was just like my childhood. I love I mean, DuckTales. Yeah. That, that show just got canceled, so sorry. Yeah, we know. and That's fine. Yeah. It's still, I can always rewatch the episodes. Much like I, you do. I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to like, you know. Just going to rain on every parade today. Just raining on everything. I was just bringing it up because it was conversation. Yeah, just kill our childhood, Haley. Just take it in the back. I and mean, in the back of the head. I mean, if that's we're, why if bowling we're is a there, pastime. I mean, if we're going there, to be fair, I've had my fair share of shows canceled. Actually, for reference, Winona Earp just got canceled yesterday. Uh, although the director is literally trying to fight for a home, we won the first time. Will we win the second time? Who knows? Uh, I don't know if either of you know what Winona Earp is. I do. I do. Okay. Too. I had to. I had to write all the the. Uh, uh, all the data that goes into the show, I used to work on that to make sure that when you go to TV Guide, the data popped up. I did that at NBC. Okay, okay. Yeah. I've never seen the uh, show, but I remember it because I worked on uh, it. For those who don't know, Winona Earp is about Wyatt Earp's great granddaughter, but it's also like, what if Wyatt Earp was cursed by a demon and his family had to kill his kills over again every time they turned 27? So, what kind of. Okay. Interesting it, show. It, it's very interesting. It's very Canadian, though. Like I, I will tell you, like it's it, it's definitely a Canadian TV show production. Um, it, it's very good, though. Um, it's a smaller series, so like instead of having a whole twenty-two or twenty-four episode season, it's only uh, thirteen for seasons one, two, and three. Actually, sorry, season three is twelve episodes, and season four will be twelve as well. So, all right, well. There you go. Why no not? Uh, oh, Dark Queen Duck. It's okay. If, Gone if too you actually soon. want to watch that, if you actually want to watch Why No Not? It's on Netflix. Uh, highly recommend. There you go. And I say that as it's on Netflix in the states. On Canada, in Canada, it's on Crave TV. Watch The Expanse instead. I mean, watch that's Dark Prime. So Dark Duck for sure. Just watch. Definitely. Dark Duck, Duck Tales, Tailspin. Yeah. Do it. Yes. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I don't know what any of this is. It's all before your time, Haley. I know what Rescue Rangers is. Yeah, watch that too. Oh, also, to bring this back to a video game topic, they have the Disney Afternoon Collection or Mm -hmm. PSP and PS4, if I'm correct. Play that. Didn't that get delisted already? I pretty think sure, still pretty sure it got delisted. I know for a fact you can play it on Xbox because I have it on Xbox and I have it on PS. I mean, what I want to say, you own it, so even if it's delisted, yeah. you can still download it. The I difference think you still can buy it on Xbox as a okay. PS, as a um, Xbox 360 game. Okay, because what I'm saying is, is the difference between delisted and not able to download is, for example, with with PT. Not only was that not a full game; it was a demo and. Alongside being delisted, the publisher asked for people not to be able to download it again. Yes. Which I mean, dick move Konami, but still. Um, I, whereas I can, so, I can add it to my cart right now if I wanted to. Okay, I didn't. What, I did the afternoon sure. game? That's why I asked? Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, it's, it's great. Highly recommend it. Um, it's gone on whereas, sale several times too. 
Whereas with like Telltale, when the new collection especially if you're a fan of those 8-bit games from back in the day it's really good really speaking really good of, speaking of 8-bit games did you guys see that on the pc version <laughs> dev i know you saw this but delvin probably delvin doesn't enter that channel in the discord but uh nope. do you guys know you can set the resolution on the horizon zero dawn pc version to 72p did not know ridiculous that. what the hell is that it's it i'm not kidding it's not 720p it's 72 it looks like an old game boy game it's, it's wild yeah it it's really weird don't know why they did that <laughs> don't know don't i just why i don't know it's hey you, you you can do that in in the pc version of horizon but uh you know don't wild don't. <laughs> all right <laughs> Let's move along. Let's get into these news topics. Um, go ahead and take it away, Haley. All right. So, as usual, the gamers are mad. Uh, why are they mad? Oh, that's right. Because Bioware is removing the gratuitous ass shots of Miranda from Mass Effect 2. Um, so, for anyone who's not aware, uh, I love Mass Effect, but the way that conversations with Miranda are framed in Mass Effect 2 in the original version are very wild. Um, literally, there's like sections where Miranda will be like, you know, pouring her heart out, like saying, like, hey, I'm stressed out and all this. And the camera is just focused on her ass the entire time. And uh, yep. now gamers are big mad that that's being removed. And I'm like, I mean, it didn't need to be there in the first place. So I don't understand why you're mad. Like, out of all the things to get mad at about this like remake, that's a thousand on my list out of a thousand. That's not something to get mad about. It. It's ridiculous. Uh, like I'll like, be more mad if, about the whole let's buy the legendary edition with the helmet that doesn't come with the game as as opposed I mean, to this. That's standard for collector's edition now, though, really. But well, like again. I'm not spoiling Mass Effect 2 because I know a bunch of people have mentioned they haven't played it. Like, I'm not spoiling it. Um, Miranda's whole character arc, as and I'm not spoiling it again, uh, revolves around like huge emotional impact, um, essentially. It's as best I can say without spoiling it. But yeah. again, anytime those conversations happen, the camera is framed on her ass. Like, you don't need that. Like, it turns a serious conversation into a comical event, because I'm like, am I supposed to be taking this seriously? There's literally just an ass in the frame. <laughs> yeah, I think... Like, I it, think oh. this is just a situation that times have changed, and based off times have changed, you gotta make those adjustments. I don't see nothing wrong with them doing this I at mean, all. To be fair, developers from the original game have come out and said they didn't like this in the first place, and wanted it changed, but game gonna game, I guess. Yeah, um, this is one of those things where it's like, this don't even give us attention. Let the gamers be mad and yeah. let them yell into the void. Like, don't give them any any yeah. kind of uh, attention for something like this. You gonna be mad about something like that? Go yell into the void about it. You get no love here because that's it's just dumb. It's it's stupid. I mean, again, like Mass Effect Two came out what two thousand ten. 
I a think. really long time ago. It came out when yeah. my daughter was born. No, I, I was okay. three. I was okay, three. Hold, hold, hold on. I'm just double I want to say three came out. Three came out 2012, 13, I want to say. Yeah. I don't, okay. It doesn't matter. So, it doesn't matter. It came out a long I, time ago. I'm don't just focus saying. On butts. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm using it as a reference point. So for reference, Mass Effect 2 came out literally like just a, like just after I came out. So, huh. Yeah, that was a weird experience playing Mass Effect at the time. Uh, still felt this crap was wrong. Um, you know, uh, you know, but, uh, <laughs> maybe we didn't need it in the first place. We, we definitely didn't need it in the first place. Um, and again, just like, it's not a big deal. Don't, don't be mad about, you know, sexism being removed because I'm sorry, but this is definitely sexism. You don't need to oh, frame yeah. serious conversations with depending on how you played because for those who aren't aware shepherd can be male or female could be a conversation between two women and literally just ass the entire camera frame like shepherd standing in the corner and all you see is ass like that like you can see shepherd's head and that's about it it's like why this this shot is stupid like that's sexism like we don't need that in games yep glad it's gone L Me let's too. continue on this Mass Effect train. My story is short and simple and sweet. Mass Effect Andromeda apparently had more designs for up to 10 new alien species, but they were cut for budget, scope, and cosplay, which is kind of weird to me because Andromeda, for those who don't know, was supposed to be the game about exploring space. Yes. Whereas, whereas the Mass Effect series is kind of like this action series and things like that. In Andromeda, you are an explorer. Explore new, new planets, species, and things like that. Okay, so hold on, because context. You're only exploring the galaxy in Andromeda because the, the only way I can clarify this, this is a slight spoiler, and I'm not spoiling anything important. You're exploring the galaxy because... In the original Mass Effect trilogy, you've discovered something could possibly end the world. Yeah. Um, and so this Andromeda takes place set between Parallel. Mass Effect. Well, yes, it takes place between Mass Effect 2 and the beginning, like the end of Mass Effect 2 and the beginning of Mass Effect 3. But then it's 600 years in the future. So like, essentially, like it's, it's weird. The timeline is weird. Essentially, like you're you're set out into the journey to try and find another living situation for like the galaxy. And that's as best I can go without spoiling it for those who haven't played. And I'm trying really hard not to do that because please yeah. play Mass Effect. It's one of my favorite game series. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest problems that people had with the game was, Hey, we're doing all this exploring, but we still see the same aliens from two. And yeah. Also species the, that they liked. the two new alien species that were in Andromeda one of which was a giant cat person, which, all right, I mean, that's that's fair. But then the other wasn't actually a new human race or new alien race, sorry. It was other alien races being mind-controlled and turned into that, so... Yeah, so it kind of felt... Like people, Most fans kind of felt cheated by that. And apparently we could have got a very different Mass Effect game. And I mean, kind of sucks that we didn't get it. Don't get me wrong, I loved Andromeda. Um, you know, I'm I'm an outlier in that. A lot of people don't like Andromeda. I liked it. Um, 
it was definitely an improvement in some aspects of Mass Effect. Like, uh, for the... This isn't a spoiler. There are different gameplay classes for Mass Effect. There's, like, the soldier, or the, the biotic, or the mixture of the two. And that all um, essentially just means that, like, hey, some of you have, like, mystic powers, and some of you just have special ammo types. But, like, th they definitely affected the gameplay. Although, one thing I will say is I hope they fix this for the Legendary Edition. Um, I love Mass Effect 2, but the way that some classes can't handle all weapons, like, I really enjoyed playing as a biotic in Mass Effect. But in Mass Effect 2, if you play as a biotic, you get to use a pistol and a sniper rifle, and that is it. Yeah. Like, not helpful. <laughs> Especially if you're playing on the hardest difficulty, which, by the way, for reference, I will absolutely be playing Mass Effect 2 on the hardest difficulty, because I want that platinum. <laughs> thought it was interesting that these things are coming out about Andromeda and I hope eventually they get to go back to that game and add things to it. Maybe they, a sequel. They, they won't. There was maybe a, a remaster or something. Actually, on your topic there of maybe a sequel, um, the trailer for Mass Effect will continue has references to both the end of the uh, Shepard trilogy and Andromeda and Mike Gamble said that is definitely intentional. So there's gonna be like a qual like the next Mass Effect game will definitely tackle both things to do with Shepard and Andromeda. However, on the Andromeda front, uh nothing will be added to that game because uh there was also supposed to be DLC of uh uh Andromeda deals with arcs essentially like there's the human arc, the Turian arc, uh and a couple others. But some of them are missing like uh Tali's uh people Tali's people are missing. Like, their whole arc is just missing. Um, and that was supposed to be DLC. Uh, the that got, yes, that got, that got cut. Like, literally just cut. Like, the DLC was dropped. They even started developing it, but it was canceled because of poor reception to the game. So, You know what I gotta say? That I appreciate a lot? That I'm sitting here watching Dev go through what I go through every time y'all talk about something <laughs> I have absolutely no interest in. And I find it fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know none of this Mass Effect stuff. I'm just going to let y'all enjoy your time. I'm planning on I mean, playing the trilogy, yeah, starting it, it, with it, the first game, because when I started with the second game, it was a complete disconnect. I didn't care about these characters. The stupid comic book just really didn't do it. It was just like... Uh, I'm not. I'm not invested, and I really I mean, think that, playing the first game gives you that investment. That's your yeah. choice. I One agree. has a really good story, really janky gameplay. I, uh, I'm all about that story. That's, so. that's why the comic is literally there. It's like, hey, we'll give you a brief rundown of Mass Effect One. Make your choices for Mass Effect One. Move on with Mass Effect Two, and that's what I'll be doing. Um, I think they I, said that they're going to fix some of those janky things in Mass Effect 1. They've Not all of it. They've mentioned they're going to fix the Mako and character customization, and that's all that's been confirmed. If they fix the gameplay, so be it. It will still probably not be as good as Mass Effect 2 or 3. Well, I know it's not going to be good as Mass Effect 2 or 3 because Mass Effect 2 I'm is literally very, a classic. I'm just very excited that across the trilogy now, the iconic quote-unquote uh, Femship from three is standardized, so like that that that's the thing. Like if you don't want to do character customization and just use the iconic face, that's standard across the trilogy now, which will be great. So, 
Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, also, again, as mentioned, I'm trying not to spoil this game, especially since I knew Dev was one of the people who's mentioned he never really played it. So, oh, didn't play it. Couldn't get into it. Yeah. Mining for things on planets. I was like, uh, I'm not doing that. Oh, doing yeah. That. For re- for reference, if you want like the good ending of Mass Effect 2, you kind of need to do that. So just warning you now. You not that what? bad, though. The, the mile's I not feel that like bad. whatever ending is an ending, good, bad, and different, doesn't matter. Murder everybody. I, I will say this. The bad ending for Mass Effect 2 means is amazing. I mean, yes, but also the bad ending means you can't carry your save over to Mass Effect 3, which is a huge part of the trilogy. So, But uh, the, the bad ending is amazing. It's one of the best bad endings I've ever seen in the video game. Yeah, yeah I will super- say. I will Can say you ending get has- everybody killed? That's the question I have. Can I come yeah. to want- Mass Effect 3 with you- no I want to go to answer that. <laughs> uh, actually, sorry. Sorry, no, I will answer that. You can, but you know what happens in that ending? You die too, which is why your save can't go over. God damn it, I didn't want to say that. that <laughs> yes! You could have just That's said yes. That's 100% a spoiler. You could have just said yes. <laughs> you asked if there's a bad murder. Was, there you go. I, did, I didn't ask that. I said, can you get all of your teammates killed? That's all. You could have just said yes and leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sometimes can, you don't need context. You could have just said yes. Can, can we mute that part out? What's I'm going to see if I can. I'm like, a, actually... like a cat noise or something. Anything. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord have mercy. I'll do it again. No, don't, please. <laughs> oh, my God. He asked. I gave him an answer. It wasn't the answer was just yes or no. No, it wasn't. You need to tell your story for she tells the whole story of Mass Effect. I will not tell the whole story of Mass Effect. I'll be here for six hours. So, oh um, as Haley mentioned earlier, Destruction All Stars got a got a fix. So yeah, they fixed that voice chat problem. It, it allows you now to. It was actually supposed to be a patch like upcoming, but they went ahead and and got it done sooner, which is really nice. It will yeah. uh, disable the multiplayer lobby voice communications by default for all players. They're uh, actively working on a long-term enhancement to the voice communication system in general, which is fantastic because jumping into an online game and having to hear everybody is a pain in the ass. I don't want to hear all the stuff people talk about because when yeah. I say the internet is a special place, the amount of N-words that I get, that I hear, and, and just, uh, it's, it's, it's rough. So yeah, I mute everybody. I mute the world. If I don't know you, we ain't we ain't on voice communicate. It's just not going. Um, happen. yeah, like it. It literally, um, it, <laughs> uh, it literally just was really weird because, e- like, again, this is an IGN post. Like, even if you have a mic connected, the uses it. Uh, it literally turns on to the PS5 D Dual Sense by default. That's literally what happened. Like it wasn't even registering your mic. Like your mic connected to the console. It was using the controller by default. It would literally no. default to that. Mine didn't. No, the audio that. would go through your headset. No, my the mic, mic was obviously through the controller. My mic didn't go through the controller at all. This is my experience. That's mine. That was my experience. It didn't do that. That's all I'm saying. 
That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. The other thing was PlayStation also got an update to stop double installing PS4 games, which is fantastic because you would have the God. disc still in, and it would just keep trying to install stuff. So I'm glad that they put out a uh, update. That, uh, you know, can they can stuff. they fix that for digital too? Because when I download a PS5 game, and it like for example, I downloaded Control Ultimate Edition with the PS Plus thing. It started downloading the PS4 version before it would download the PS5 one. I was like, I don't, I don't want this. How are you downloading your games? What do you got through the console? Uh, see, that's your problem. I don't use the console to download shit. Use the app. If you use the app, it makes it a lot easier to actually choose and install the correct thing. Uh, and and generally, I would agree with you, except I grabbed the, the like the download like right after midnight. So the app hadn't updated yet for it to be there. Like I was oh. literally downloading it like right after it launched on PS Plus. Like that's how I grabbed it. I oh, grabbed I get- it from the console because of that. Oh, mine. Mine's used, well, maybe because I'm on the West Coast. Mine typically always update right at nine. So I'm able to pull all the stuff from the actual store and hit the download and go button. It's great. I tried looking for it on the app. I couldn't find it. So I had to go through the console. Terrible. But Terrible. again, it's a big, it's a big annoying thing that I'm glad they fixed. So yeah, super annoying. It's expensive drive. Yeah, man. There's, oh, oh, yeah, there's also, rumors of a patch for that. There's rumors of a spring patch that'll open up that and also add some more functionality like the 1440p VRR. Um, there's rumors of that supposedly happening sometime in the spring where we get a lot of the features that are missing from the PlayStation 5 to actually Fiends, be on. Can we get those back? That'd be nice. I don't think you're going to get things because every game basically is a theme. So whenever you hover over a tile, it changes everything. So I don't think that themes were something that they wanted to do because every single game is basically changing the entire background and sounds of the system. Which I like. Not all of them do is some of them some of them are just the standard um system audio. So give me my oh. theme. No themes. Maybe themes something cool for the home screen. Maybe like a background for the home screen or something like that. Do you actually spend a lot of time on the home screen? Sometimes I do. Yeah. What are you doing on the home screen? <laughs> because it, it, it doesn't change. You know, when you go into like the media and stuff like that, it doesn't really change. So yeah. I go like the, like to go change the Blu-ray is still on that same screen. Yeah. Blue- God, you're you're using Blu-rays, Delvin. Of course, four K Blu-rays. It's twenty twenty one. No, no, no. Like like four K Blu-rays. Like also again, uh, just just for reference, shout out to Delvin. Um you know about what uh delvin had to send me a movie because it's not available here i'm a good well, person that's because i know y'all think i'm an asshole everything <laughs> I'm also, a good person. also <laughs> reference delvin is getting paid for the movie but delvin had to send it to me not, because because i'm not worried about that money because <laughs> it literally i know you keep telling me that but i like literally uh for reference i love dylan o'brien dylan o'brien plays Styles stilinski on teen wolf Anyways, his movie came out in October and was supposed to come out digitally streaming or whatnot in Canada. Hi, it's February 7th. That movie is not available to buy, stream, or like grab in Canada anywhere. Delvin had to send me the movie. Write your congressman or something, right? That's what we do in these cases. I I mean, you go complain to somebody in in the Canada, Canadian parliament. Sure, let me go. This. Let me go complain to my MP. They're not. They're not going to have the power to fix that. That's a movie studio decision. Well, you find out who it is, and you complain to them. But like, look here, 
Y'all are killing me over here in Canada with your lack of media options. I'm gonna need y'all to fix that. So Delvin doesn't have anyways, to sit and think. Anyways, so Haley. The, the the movie is Love and Monsters, so pretty good, by the way. Yeah. All right, let's get into this topic of the week. So PS5. Um they released their or Sony released like a lot of their numbers, a lot of their 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 ship numbers, how games have been performing. And all of that good stuff. Um, so PS5 has shipped 4.5 million units in 2020, which matches the PS4 launch. Um, Sp- Spider-Man Miles Morales has sold through 4.1 million units. We also are battling the fact that there is no silicon. We talked about this briefly on Game Tech, but everything is using chips from your microwave to your car, your cell yeah. phone. Everything is using the same amount of chips and it has caused this ridiculously massive shortage of uh, just electronics because they can't get made because we're missing chips. So even though PlayStation has done ridiculously well, do you think that this shortage, I, I, I feel like the shortage of all of these chips, like we could have had an even bigger success. Like I know for a fact. That Way if, more bigger. Yeah. I don't, if, I didn't, if my homeboy didn't come through, I still wouldn't have a PlayStation 5. Like, yeah, and unfortunately with all these chip shortages uh you probably wouldn't have one until 2022 yeah so, it's really yeah. bad they're talking about the this shortage actually causing um issues with holiday season like them still not being readily available then yeah i but, mean um, for reference there was a story the other day that even governments are trying to secure them and because game companies have the lowest purchasing power mm-hmm. when it comes to that this shortage is going to continue like and again, it's made worse by COVID. So, yeah, it's absolutely insane. Like thinking about the fact of how well the PS5 did and how much better it probably could have done. Um, and then it's also causing an issue with them meeting their their sales goal. They, they wanted to sell 7.6 million PS5s by the end of 2021, but if you can't get that many even made and out, you can't hit that goal. Yeah. Also, insane. keep in mind. 4.5 million sold through does not mean sold through to customers. I mean, sold through the yeah. stores. Yeah. 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 But I mean, we know that they're sold through the customers as well because uh, you yeah, can't find them. That's what I was going to say. That's legit what I was going to say. For legal reasons, articles like this have to say sold yeah. through and not sold to. Yeah. Uh, that's why, for example, uh, Miles Morales sold through to 4.1 million customers. Uh, we still don't know if that's counting digital because I, I guarantee you it's probably not. But, um, you know, usually if it doesn't say including digital, it's not, um, which is a weird way to do that. Anyways, um, it's it's jarring for sure. Like, I know that they wanted to do, what, 11 million originally? I believe so. But it's just yeah. wow. But you got to have 11 million out there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's why I said originally they wanted to do 11 million, and then these shortages are like not able to like do that. So, yeah, it's really bad, by the way. So, my my biggest concern is that are we going to get, because of the fact that they can't actually get systems created and out and into people's hands, are we going to, is that why we have so many games that don't have dates or games delayed? Because it's like, you can't release, like, do you hold Ratchet and Clank back because there's not enough systems out there? Do you push that game back further? I don't. I don't think so. Because, yes, it's a PS5 exclusive, but then that drums up more hype. Like, 
even with these shortages, you're still getting people like hyped for the console. They're still trying like every time there's a queue. Yes, I know the bot problem and scalpers is ridiculous. Like something needs to be done about that as best as possible, whether it's on the retailer end or like actual like law. Um, you know, not that we really want politics and I mean politics in the way that like laws of like getting involved with video games and not uh oh keep politics out of my games because if you haven't been paying attention, video games are political. Um <laughs> uh, you, and I, you and I think that 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 is a thing. Like, like yeah, you want to just push them out there. But a lot of times yeah. it's about having the game sold in that actual release window that actually does a lot of stuff for the game. So it's like oh, I mean we've already passed release window. There's no way. Release window is usually no, no, six no, no, months. No, 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 no. I mean release window of the game, not the system. So I'm saying, like, if you only have this certain amount of systems out in the wild, which a lot of them may be in scalpers' hands, they're not able to, those people who have just are sitting on consoles trying to scalp them, they're not sold to actual consumers who are then going to buy Ratchet and Clank. And the fact that Ratchet and Clank, for example, is only on PS5, does it make as much sense to release that game now or until you actually have more stock for people to actually be able to purchase the game? That makes sense. It's a... It's a weird question for sure. Um, I would actually not be surprised in that case if Horizon uh, was released ahead of Ratchet instead because that's coming out on PS4 as well. And I know plenty of people who are very excited that it's coming to PS4 uh, because they have no intention to get a PS5 because they have a PC. So Yeah. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what that what this this shortage does, what COVID continues to do to sales numbers of of these these new these next generation consoles as well as games because I know a lot of people that like want to get Miles Morales that haven't because they want to play it on PS5. Yeah, they yeah. can play it on PS4, but it's like uh, I'd rather just wait and get the experience. So I'm just like I'm looking at that 4.1 million number and wondering what it could have been if more people were able to actually get PS5s and wondering how that affects games like Ratchet and Clank, how it's going to affect a game like Returnal, how it's going to affect a game like, um, uh, uh, God, the game from Bethesda. Uh, Deathloop. Deathloop, that one, yeah. Like, I'm just wondering, like, are we going to start to see more and more delays of release dates for games because they're waiting for more systems to actually be out there in the wild. With Deathloop, I don't think that's possible because as of right now, we still don't know how this is all going to go. You know, we don't know whether Bethesda games are still going to come to PlayStation or not. We know this one is an exclusive timed. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's timed, I the release date could be pushed, but I don't think it'll be pushed until 2022. I think at most it might be pushed till fall. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. I'm not thinking like years off. Yeah. But the, the ink they, they no. still haven't they still haven't very Bethesda still doesn't belong to yes, Microsoft yet either. I know <laughs> there's an antitrust thing going on in the UK right now about that. That could if if the UK decides, hey, no, Microsoft can't do that, that deal doesn't happen at all. Um yeah. Microsoft can't own them. Uh that's not saying that that's what the UK is gonna do. I don't know. This is all just a matter of like, we still don't know. And even if the deal does go through again, there are several people and prominent people at that too saying like, Hey, no games for Xbox will probably like games for Bethesda will still probably come to PlayStation. We don't know the guaranteed fact of that yet, but like, I feel like 
Phil will definitely be like, yeah, put them all on there. I want I, like he he he's said so many times that he doesn't want to take game games away from people. I really think that the vast majority of Bethesda games, especially the ones that are already existing franchises, will still release on everything. They may but, make something exclusive that it will only be for Xbox, but I think the vast majority of the already existing multi plat multi you know platinum plat like games will still yes. continue to be multi plat. The reason I brought this up is because I asked Donnie this question. I don't. I haven't had a chance to listen to Empire this week yet, so I don't. I don't know if it actually if my question got asked or not. But uh, for MLB The Show Twenty One, uh, Aaron Greenberg, for who works for Xbox, mentioned that like they were working in collaboration with uh, PlayStation for mm-hmm. MLB The Show. And I asked on Empire, like I asked a question for Empire, like because they were looking for questions, and I don't know if it actually got answered. Because again, haven't had a chance to listen to Empire yet. Um, but um, my question was with the collaboration between Xbox and PlayStation, between uh, you know MLB and that. Do you think we'll see more of that? Because again, people are out there, and I'm not just talking like th- this is not me making fun of Fortune Towers in the Discord. Like this is a very like. I, I've seen it from more than just Fortune Towers. People go, hey, why is a PlayStation logo on an Xbox box? And people need like didn't so, understand that it was a PlayStation studio. They did answer that question. And okay. they all said probably not. Um, they don't think that you'll see more PlayStation games go to Xbox, but they would say that probably the reverse, where you might see more Xbox games on PlayStation because of just yes. the difference in just the 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 way both companies think like you're not gonna see mlb the show is only on xbox because mlb was like look you need to open this game up to other to put it on more platforms or we're gonna give the license to more people that's the only reason that that game is on both systems if mlb forced yeah if mlb didn't be like look i'm we're, we're taking the license from you and giving it to everybody unless you put this on more platforms it would still be a playstation only game because that's just how PlayStation rolls. It's very much like Nintendo. It's like our our games, they're here. You want to play our games, you come here. Microsoft is like, we don't give a we don't care where you play this crap. We're just get subscribe to yeah. Game Pass. All right. And play our games wherever you see fit. So I, I don't see PlayStation doing the reverse. Like I don't see PlayStation being like, Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and put some of our first party studio games on xbox as you see like we've only gotten two games to go to pc and that's only because they were both in the decima engine like that's the only yeah. reason why horizon zero dawn went to pc is because it was on the same engine as death stranding i don't yep. even think we're going to see more more places and games on pc no if, i, if I keep all. seeing people going like can't can't wait for that god of war pc port and i'm like that ain't happening not not happening no nah. mm-mm PlayStation is still um, like, look, we have our exclusives. Like, you buy a PlayStation to play the PlayStation exclusives. Like, that is the the main draw. So, if we start putting our games other places, why would we? Why would you sell our box? It's not like Microsoft where we have a whole other like software in where we're doing selling all these other things. Like, Sony is a hardware company, you know, and PlayStation yeah. is their biggest draw. So if I'm putting my biggest the stuff that's my biggest draw on other places, like I'm killing my business in a sense. In a sense, so I just don't think yeah. we'll ever really see more PlayStation games other places. Especially when you consider the Series S is cheaper than the PS5 digital. So if I could buy a PlayStation game on Series S instead of PlayStation, then what's the point of having a PlayStation? Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I was only asking it because. Nice. Uh, good question. 
I know, yeah. I, I was asking it because this is the thing, right? Like like I mentioned, we don't know how the Bethesda thing is going to shake out, but we do know that Phil Spencer and even Todd Howard, although I don't know how that whole, like, who's in control over their situation works with Bethesda once, you know, if the deal gets finalized. Um, they both said, like, hey, we don't want to, like, take these away from other platforms, which makes sense because, you know, for example, we, I, I know that Wolfenstein 3's got to be in the works, especially because, like, they mentioned that Youngblood was like, hey, this is a holdover while we work on the third one. This is, like, after the events of, like, you know, these are BJ's kids. They're, they're all grown up uh, now, and they're fighting Nazis in Europe because America doesn't have them anymore, um, which... That's a weird sentence to say when we know that's not the case in real life anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, um, like Wolfenstein 1, like Wolfenstein the, the New Order, and then Wolfenstein 2, the New Colossus. Very great games. Uh, very excited for Wolfenstein 3. Um, with something like that, if that were Xbox exclusive, yeah, it would suck. But like... I wouldn't be surprised because Wolfenstein's a smaller franchise compared to like Fallout or Elder Scrolls or you know stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's all a, a who knows You're what at this point. You can't hear me. You can hear me now. No, yes, no, I'm not, I don't know why I did that, but <laughs> know what I can see happening? I can honestly see Xbox doing a thing like, "Hey, you can go pay the seventy dollars." For this Wolfenstein oh, PlayStation Five, Game Pass Day One, they've already said. Or it. you could just yeah. get it on Game Pass for free. Or I can see that happening, and I also can see, hey, we have you can play Indiana Jones right now on Xbox, or you can wait six months down the line and play it on PS Five. That's what I think is going to happen. I think that you're going to start to see a lot of the stuff be six months uh, exclusivity on Game through Game Pass, and then release on other consoles later. That's 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 yes. what I honestly can see happening with some of the bigger titles, but I don't think that the majority of Bethesda's game, unless it's a brand new IP, um, will be Xbox only. I just I don't see exactly that. No, that's I mean, especially with again, like who knows if PS5 will equal out to the same amount of consoles, but with an install base of over a hundred million, like especially when games are still coming out on both yeah consoles, yeah. like you don't want to drop that kind of. Yeah, the one good thing that I see about this shortage is that if they do delay games, it gives them more time to actually optimize them for both consoles. Because I mean, it's not that, that that Cyberpunk was like, for example, Cyberpunk wasn't held back by old gen. It's just that they didn't have enough time to make the game work on both systems. And that goes for all of the 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 games that are cross platform. So like Horizon Zero Dawn being cross-platform on ps4 and ps5 the ps5 version isn't being held back by developing for the ps4 version it just takes more time so if they end up delaying stuff because of this shortage of silicon and not being able to get more consoles in the wild it actually gives them more time to refine the game and make it better on both consoles makes sense i mean who knows we still don't know um like, we've got situations where, hey, there's that rumored May 25th date for Far Cry 6, but, you know, Resident Evil 8's coming out that day, and that's not to say that, you know, again, Far Cry and Resident Evil, different game genres. Um, one features sexy, tall, nine-foot-six nine vampire lady. Um, Sex is a stretch. And fuck you. <laughs> and, uh, and the other features, uh, short Giancarlo Espinito. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Um, who, by the way, there's a funny meme about that. Uh, introduction of Juan Carlo Esposito uh, means the main character is fucked now. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> pretty much every show he's in, he's the bad guy, but he does it so well. Um, yes. uh, I think one of my favorite performances from him is in Revolution. He's literally just a militia leader, and he's he's fantastic in that. Um, but like, there was the rumored May 25th date. We've heard nothing. There's a game coming out on that date. And again, game companies have no problem releasing multiple games from different companies on the same day. But are we even going to see it in May now? Because like that date's still kind of listed on the back end of the Microsoft Store. It's still there. Like it, you, It's not visible to players, but if you dig through the data, it's there. So it's like, not a, It's not official until they say it is, so... I know, but I'm like, are we gonna see that? I don't know. Like there was the rumor, there was the rumor that the Mass Effect edition was coming out March twelfth. No, it's coming out in May. <laughs> like Yeah, that's why it it's happen. hard to to always put your eggs in those rumor baskets. Like for me, I don't pay attention yeah. to any dates until they're officially released because they change and with the way everything is going, with everything getting delayed or pushed back, like I, I don't even pay attention to the release dates until like they're legit a week away. Like Everything yeah. pretty much has gotten, you know, pushed back. Everything. I feel like with, with I mean, I just games... I, I like knowing the dates because then I can pre-order the game. Because again, in situations like this where I don't have a job lined up really, um I I would like to be able to play these games. So I feel like with those two games, they both have a Pacific audience mm-hmm. that will get them both. I mean, you know, I know that. Yeah, so it it, yeah. it wouldn't have like Far Cry and Resident, yeah, Far Cry and Resident Evil come out the same day. I don't think it would; they would hurt each other. No, you just have a lot. You just have a lot of people going out and getting both games or one I mean, or the other. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd be getting both for sure. Um, also, for reference, I have Resident Evil Seven installed. It's probably what I'm going to play next after I finish Control. Um, you, I will not stream horror games. Absolutely not. I love horror, but you will not—you will not get that kind of reaction out of me. Absolutely not. I love horror movies. You will not get streaming <laughs> of horror games from me. Absolutely not. That's how you can uh, build your audience. It could be watch watch me get scared. Just saying, just saying. Come but then sometimes niche. that grows to the audience only wants to watch that, and that is not the kind of audience I want to build. <laughs> um, for for reference. Uh, I would, I would, I would definitely get Far Cry Six and Resident Evil Eight if they came out on the same day, uh, provided I had income to do that. Which, fingers crossed, I have another meeting on Tuesday for that. So, you know, um, it's just an odd situation, especially with the shortages. Like, who knows if any big stuff's actually going to come out this year? Like, I'm very excited for Gotham Knights. All we have is 2021. Now, I'm assuming that's going to be an October game because that's generally when Batman games mm-hmm. come out. But, um. I mean, the only one that came out earlier than that was Asylum in 2009. It came out in May. Um, I feel which, like everything you know, is up in the air with these dates right now. The way yeah, I do want to say this. Doesn't it, isn't it a lot of these games selling better because of the pandemic? Like Animal yeah. Crossing selling like a ridiculous amount. I mean, so. they're selling better, but then there's situations like Cyberpunk where the game sold better than they expected. But then you have the big controversy that it wasn't ready. So. Yeah, they they just they just that's different because they just put out a broken game. Like yeah. they they kind of they were kind of manipulative in terms of what I mean the way they sure. handle things. Yeah, 
Yeah, and games are selling better, but you can't sell better if it's a PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X game only, and there aren't yeah. any systems to buy but, it on. Like that's the thing. That's what so, I was gonna ask. Yeah, are there that many P- PS Five, Xbox Series X exclusives really coming out? There's not a think- ton, but you're looking at games like Returnal. You're looking at games like Ratchet and Clank. You're looking at games yeah. like Deathloop that are only gonna be on the next gen consoles and or PC. That if there's no yeah. consoles, it's hard to make a big enough splash on on launch. You know, if there's I feel like those it. games, those games kind of make sense. To like, okay, let's hold mm-hmm. these back a little bit. But games like Resident Evil, Far Cry, which are also on the previous gen, I'm like, yeah. we'll just put yeah. those out. Those I imagine they'll still release. Those I yeah. imagine, unless there's some something that's just not working right that they have to push back, and then I don't think it's that big a deal. But I mean, I also like, for- wouldn't be surprised if they got a month delay. For I mean, don't have a date, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. For example, like Gotham Knights, that's coming out on old gen as well. Uh, the game from WB that I don't think will come out on old gen is uh, Suicide Squad, but yeah. that's not coming until 2022. Yeah. If if that, because yeah. it's Rocksteady and they they generally push their games back at least three times, which no harm. Like you know, push your game back if it's not ready. Like that's fine. Um, just making an example here, like, like, like when Arkham Knight came out, it was supposed to release a whole year earlier than it did. <laughs> so, yep. So it was supposed to release in 2014, but it released in 2015. Like, like, yeah, it is what um, it is. So, and with with COVID and everything, I don't trust the date at all. Like everything, like I said, has gotten pushed back at some point. So, and. Yeah. A lot of stuff just doesn't even have dates. It's just 2021, and that could easily slip into 2022, like God of War or Ragnarok. The 2021 I mean, is like, that's nonsensical. We haven't seen anything from out. the game. No, all we've seen is the title <laughs> screen. That's not coming yeah. out this year. It's nonsensical. Uh, that's like with, with Hogwarts Legacy. Again, J.K. Rowling sucks, but like the Harry Potter game's not coming out until next year, and that was what? The first week of January, they were like, hey, yeah, we're pushing the game back. Like, Yep. Indeed, indeed. Well, hopefully, you know, we'll see some games this year. Things don't get delayed too much. Consoles, you know, this shortage hopefully uh, gets resolved sooner than later. But um, it's looking like you may not be able to walk into a store and see a PS5 on shelves until, you know. Unless you're done. Oh, my God. Listen to Game Tech so he could explain exactly how he got his PS5. It's just, it's ridiculous. Unless you're him or Nathan, who has managed to get two PS5s, um, good luck. Yeah. yeah. I like I said, if I if if my boy Casey ain't come through, I would not have a PS5 because I have had them in several carts, several carts, and never could take because I'm still trying to get them for friends and just no. Duh. I mean, if, if you didn't have one, Delvin wouldn't have one either. That is correct, Casey, yeah, with man. the hookup, definitely. Yeah. It's it's just it's sad, sad times here trying to get a console, and it seems like it's not getting any better anytime soon. But hopefully, for those of us that have them or they're having the the cross console games, that they will actually, you know, release these games and allow us to have some joy in this here pandemic. Very excited to be chased by sexy nine foot six tall vampire lady. So I'm I'm gonna chase her, and murder her. All right, that, that's my thing. Uh, I y'all, mean, you're not, not chasing me. Murder. You're, you're kill her but like please step on me <laughs> no nah, i'm good i don't <laughs> understand this getting stepped on fetish at all i don't get it 
It makes zero sense to me. That's you, like what they like. You young people, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all are interesting. Hey, I'm not the <laughs> only one. Y'all, did you see Lana Pierce tweeting step on She's me? She's 26. She's young. Like I said, you young people are weird to me. I will be <laughs> yeah. 40 this year. I'm not trying to get stepped on by anybody. I never have one to get stepped on, so I don't get it. Hey, L- Lady Dimitrescu, come step on me. <laughs> no, I'm good on that. Yeah, that's a hard pass. The hey, hardest I mean, of passes. You're, you're, you're not Lady Dimitrescu, so... No, I'm saying... Oh, exactly. you don't want to get stepped on. What's wrong yeah, with that. you? On that note, this has been episode 70 of the PlayStation Experience. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. Please feel free to holler at us. Give us a follow over on the Twitters at PlayStation XP. Stop by the blog at PSVG.blog or the Discord at PSVG.blog slash Discord and join us in all of our shenanigans there and yell at Delvin because he doesn't come by often enough or venture out of the general channel. He actually spends most of his time over in the Xbox channel, which is blasphemous. I mean, that's just I I want to harass Donnie and tell him screw him. He'll also pop up in the PlayStation channel with news that was in general chat 30 minutes ago. So Who is going in general chat? Do you Everybody think I just else. Sit there? Do you think I just sit there and go through each chat to see what you chuckleheads are posting? You should. Spoilers? No. That is not happening. You should. I sit just... here on this Xbox channel and harass Donnie with memes and funny gifts. And then I hop <laughs> on this PlayStation channel and drop some stuff that y'all tell me. You, got, you already dropped that three hours ago and I say, all right, Peace. Ghost sign, baby. It's real simple, man. Just scroll back and read. Where's that where's that where's that gif of the dude doing the peace sign and just disappear? Yep, that's what I do. <laughs> that's Delvin. That's, that's what I I'm do. Not, every I'm time. not talking to y'all. I'm gonna go ahead and argue on Twitter. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Also, how did we get more horny on this episode than we did on 69? <laughs> Not we. You don't want this tall lady. Yeah, you. <laughs> not me. Definitely not us. I am absolutely fine. Yep. Oh, chilling. So, last but not least, if you enjoy our content here, there's a slew of additional content for just $3 a month over on our Patreon, where you can hear Delvin yell at Donnie about wrestling stuff. You can hear more yes. in-depth stories about all of the PSVG crew in our DLC episodes. It's a slew of content. There's some some movie content. There's wrestling content. There's behind the scenes content. All kind of stuff. So, for three bucks, you get all of that extra goodness. Um, and with that in mind, we'd like to give a special thank you to our producers: Michael Masick, Barry Cathcart, Edwin Callow, Nick Creature, Root Days ninety three, Ben Boxham, Rob Emanuel, Nick Fallharbor, Paul Calico, Kyle Kyle Heyman, Grouchy Surge, Chris M, myself, and Josh Borboon. Thank you all for joining us in the journey that is PSVG. And with that in mind, let the people know where they can find you not streaming horror stuff. Haley. Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. Uh, you can find me on your game platform of choice at Haley Zarel. I'm going to repeat again. If you wish to add me, please give me a message telling me where you're from. Because if you're a blank PlayStation profile with no games and friends hidden and... No, I don't like the trophy thing's not important to me, but like if you're a level one account and like I, I don't know who you are, like I don't know where the connection where you found my account is from. Like, y- you know, PlayStation level one need not apply. 
No, 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 I'm not saying that at all. If you've just created your PlayStation account because you just got one, that's fine. I would just like to know if you're from the community or not because I, I don't add account. Like, I keep getting close friend requests from someone who has friends hidden. I'm like, why do you need to know that information? Like, because close friends on PlayStation literally just give you the personal like, details. Yeah, personal details. Like, why do you need to know that? Like, yes, personal details are on this show, but like, if you're listening to the show, you already know them and know that I'm asking you to send a message. So, like, empty close friend requests get denied because I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then you can find me on uh, twitch.tv slash Haley Zarell. Uh, I'll be streaming something, probably more control uh, after I get the platinum. Like I said, I'm not I'm not streaming platinum cleanup because it's really boring because it's just me fast traveling. Because um, <laughs> y- you got to go all over the place to do that. Um, and then, you know, I'll figure out a schedule eventually. Probably it'll probably be a lot easier once I actually get a, you know, a job that to uh to make a schedule so you know and again if you want my tumblr shenanigans it's haleyzarell.tumblr.com so <laughs> what about you Delvin? where can people find you and all of your thirty-seven thousand podcasts i'm gonna tell you like this you can find me on the playstation network spoilers i may follow you but i will never talk to you i will never communicate with you <laughs> i will never message you i will never ask you to play no games do not talk to me do not breathe on me because I will block you. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Yes. But if you want to talk to me, you can talk to me on Twitter at Devil underscore Cox. Check out the Devil Cox Experience anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out Cadillac and Mars anywhere you listen to podcasts. And that's about it, I guess. There it is. You can find me at Dad Ninja Dev Two pretty much everywhere. And um, like Haley said, if you're gonna send me a friend request, let me know who the heck you are, because otherwise. I ain't adding you. It's that simple. I add you. I'm just going to ignore you. Not going to talk to you. Not going to communicate <laughs> with you. Not going to mention you. If you message me about something stupid, I'm just going to ignore that message. If you say you want to play some Fortnite, I'm just going to. I'm going to. No, I'm going to. If you if you message me saying I want to play Fortnite with you, I'm going to specifically type in the word no. I don't That's even know it. why you you have your friend request even available. Like, what's the point? Just so I can tell people no. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got it. Got it. I see. I see. I see. I see how you feel there. All right. All right, all right. Oh yeah. my God. What a fantastic turn of events. Yes. Yeah. So you can follow hey. me. I'll accept it. But I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> oh, hey, Dell, you want to join this game? No. <laughs> I don't. I finally uh, found my uh, my five rarest trophies. Yeah. Wow. Oh. It updated. What, what so. you got? The first one was the splits. It's 6.55%. It's very rare. Don't try this at home from the playroom, which is 6.84%. Also very rare. The the clean hands. So it's 8.93%, which is also very rare. Lightning speed, which is also another playroom thing. And then gatherer from kill zone shadowfall. So, yeah. There it is. There you go, Garrett. Got you finally in the end. <laughs> Here you go. All right, and with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. 